What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Not Gonna Lie. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, and we're joined, as always, at least for this NFL By season, your guest. Hayden Cheryl. Hayden Cheryl. No, I, I call you a host at this point. I'm a host? No, By your host, your host? co-host. No, nothing guest less, host. Nothing less than an NFL expert. Nothing. <laughs> nothing less. E- expert's sure. the loosest term we've discussed so far, but okay. I, I think so, but... I, li- I like it. It sounds That's good. That's why right? they pay me the big bucks. That's what I put on your chalkboard in your room, NFL expert, for no. the Not Gonna Lie podcast. I actually, yeah. I actually, know you erased it, but that's yeah. that's that's besides the point. Okay, so first off, we want to hit... Not something. the M- NFL. Yeah, not <laughs> so the So now NFL. it's out of my realm. I'm good. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'll, I'll take uh, I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, normally we don't talk about a lot of hot button issues. We kind of stay away from controversy. We didn't talk about AB a ton. We didn't talk about, you know, Trump with like the players not visiting the White House, all that sort of thing. Uh, but this one came to my attention yesterday. I mean, it's been all over Twitter. Um, and I read, I was reading an article about it. It really caught my eye and something that I feel like is important to talk about because it stirred up a lot of controversy and we were talking about the NBA in China. So for those of you who are not aware of this beef that just started, and I think it's okay to call it a beef. Would you say that's fair? Like Beijing beef? Yeah, be- Beijing beef. Uh, well, Hong Kong, technically. Yeah. But. So this story starts a lot uh, earlier than just two days ago, and I'm no political expert at all, so I'm going to try and stay out of that as much as I can and just go off of based off of what I've read. So essentially, there are a lot of protests going on in Hong Kong because people want to uh, – there's, there's a law passed which says that they can essentially extradite people, criminals from Hong Kong, outside because Hong Kong is semi-autonomous. There's uh, some semblance of – I don't want to use progression, but you know, there's there's a lot of efforts being done there to uh, create democracy, and this law would essentially take them back. And people are, are outraged by it. There's a lot of protests. Uh, people are actually protesting with masks on because they don't want to be recognized uh, and and you know potentially harass outside of these protests. Yeah, a couple of uh, so you know Blizzard, the gaming brand, mm-hmm. they've been like banning pro gamers for supporting the podcast like hong kong like guys from hong kong and china really? that have supported the protests mm-hmm. blizzard the gaming company has been like banning those guys from their deals because yeah. like they've been these are guys that like win tournaments and stuff because they were they were in interviews and talking like support for the hong kong protests and it's gone as far as uh the police actually spraying people with a blue paint to uh, determine who is a protester and who's just a normal citizen so a couple days ago, Rockets GM Daryl Morey tweeted out a picture, uh, which was used as the basically logo for the Hong Kong protests, uh, and the picture with the quote next to it that says "Fight for freedom, stand with Hong Kong," which China was not too happy about. Daryl Morey quickly deleted the tweets, and Adam Silver released a statement or released a statement ahead of time, essentially stating that where they agree or they don't agree but they allow daryl morey to have the right to free speech as every american does but But they're sorry that it offend the chinese yeah they're disappointed that it had to come to that point an interesting fact about this actually they released the statement on sunday and there were two statements that came out one in english and one in mandarin and the english one was this this statement but the mandarin one was much more harsh and they against morey against morey but it was actually determined that there was only one statement made, so somehow that there was a second Somebody statement fabricated. Yeah, I don't know how uh, that got lost in translation there. The last sentence but. of the NBA's statement says, We have great respect for the history and culture of China and hope that sports in the NBA can be used as a unifying force to bridge cultural divides and bring people together. 
So this is they're trying to walk some kind of middle line here. Yeah, essentially what the NBA is trying to say is we agree with his rights as an American, but we like. Oh, here I found the translation. We, like we are extremely money. disappointed in the inappropriate comment by the GM of the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey. He has undoubtedly seriously hurt the feelings of Chinese basketball fans. This one's a lot more. Yeah, the, 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 the second half of it's pretty similar, but that first part yeah, it's is a lot stronger. Uh, and China responded very negatively. So for those of you who don't know. Uh, the ESPN, or not ESPN, the NBA in China has a lot of relations. They signed a five-year, $1.5 billion deal to show tele- to show NBA games uh, on TV in China. And there are actually numbers out that, that show that more Chinese people watch the NBA than Americans do. China responded aggressively, not only canceling, basically, the Rockets in general. All their merchandise has gone out of stores. Their games will no longer be shown on public television, uh, and you know the list goes on and on. But they've also uh, stopped an event where an NBA Cares playground was going to be built. They were going to introduce it, and now the NBA segments on CNN are being blocked out in China. So and they will no they'll no longer broadcasting Nets and Lakers games. So basically, China and they canceled all their games that were going to be preseason games with a lot of teams. Well, they did it with the Rockets affiliate. So, so far, no, no games. I thought they canceled more. So, so far, the only one that's been canceled off of TV broadcasting and the ticket side has been shut down is that Nets-Lakers game. Um, but so far, no, as far as I know, no other um, information has been out about that. So, they canceled their Mavericks-G League games too. Yes. Well, it was Mavericks and Rockets. That oh, were they were shooting. Yeah, they were, yeah, they were playing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so they canceled basically everything to do with the Rockets, and they so they canceled. have completely cut off the Rockets and M- any NBA influence within China. Yes, but they haven't cut off China in the U.S. No, not wait. What do you mean? Chinese teams coming to the U.S. to play? Oh no, they haven't cut that. That's off. That's the only thing they haven't cut off. I think. I think basically, so. uh, yeah, essentially, and, as far as we know, right and now. Chinese shoe deals with NBA players. Those yeah. are still well, like, like leaning yeah. is still yes. So they they actually besides I mean, besides taking out the Rockets gear, everything else is the same. Uh, they still sell. Uh, like Warriors gear and yeah, they still got okay. all that there. Uh, but here's the thing: so the NBA, and this is I've heard a lot about this on both sides of the table. Actually, uh, the NBA has taken a strong stance. Uh, well, not a strong stance, a middle ground stance, essentially, which has led to them pissing off China and the United States government. Yeah. And well, here, and here's the thing: it's it's easy pickings for the senators on both sides of yeah, the table. Yeah. So I've got two tweets here. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. Um, first, I'll give a current presidential candidate. Beto O'Rourke, mm-hmm. who is actually I have two Texans here, coincidentally. Okay, two Texans. So they're right. so it's really easy for them because it's a home it's a home state problem. Yeah. Beto O'Rourke says the only thing the NBA should be apologizing for is their blatant prioritization of profits over human rights. What an embarrassment! And then on the same day, Ted Cruz. Okay. So we got two very different, um, you know, political ideologies here. Mm-hmm. Both Texans. Ted Cruz says, as a lifelong Houston Rockets fan, well, he really, you there know, we go. Yeah, he 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 got the ethos the, there, yeah, Ted Cruz. Out, Somebody took college there. writing. As a lifelong <laughs> Houston Rockets fan, I didn't. Yeah. As a lifelong oh, Houston oh, Rockets okay. fan, I was proud to see Daryl Morey call out the Chinese Communist Party's repressive treatment of protesters in Hong Kong. Now, in pursuit of big money, the NBA is shamefully retreating. So it's a really easy political move for them because well, they yeah. have no they have no money in the business. Freedom of speech is and I, and I agree with them. Yeah. Oh, I do too. Freedom you know? of speech isn't like <laughs> freedom some speech controversial and, topic. Like and what dem- he said. Yeah. And democracy. democracy is clearly the yes, move. Yes. <laughs> he said like there's no like it's not like oh well hmm is democracy like yeah do we really, like, do we really like democracy here in the U.S. Issue. I think 
here's the deal. So first off, the NBA was trying to uh, lessen the blow on either side and essentially got it from both. Yeah. You know, like they, they tried to keep it neutral. Which they might have lessened the blow for both sides. If they totally went pro-China, they'd be getting yeah. more heat. If they that's, totally that's went pro-U.S., but what, nothing yeah, else but, would happen yeah, with China. But, at this, at but they, point, they wouldn't have burnt their bridge for the future. They can still repair this with China. Oh, absolutely. You absolutely. Know? They probably will. But here's the thing is it comes down to a much more uh, structurally based problem from the NBA. You're saying like it's a fundamental, foundational systematic yeah. issue so so we talked about this ahead of time uh the nba's always talked about being uh an activist right for for other people uh for lgbtq community for the african americans uh you know all every any any sort of inequality they're the first to stand out and it's fantastic the nba is a great platform for them to speak on these issues yeah they, they they're they're a good platform for players i feel like players in the nba have more more leeway than almost any other sports league in the world to talk about their political beliefs. Yeah, and, and Adam Silver's made that a priority within the organization, and they've done a really good job of it. Uh, you know, moving the Charlotte All-Star game after the bathroom mm-hmm. bill was passed. Uh, you know, even even allowing them to speak out in the pay-for-play pay for with NCAA. I mean, and that sort of yeah, thing. Draymond's made comments. Exactly. LeBron's LeBron's, comments. Yeah, LeBron's been talking with state senators and was essential in getting that bill passed. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing is all of those issues are great, but they're not, they're not costing the NBA any money. Right, like I they're, mentioned before, they're they're making the NBA. Yes, money. they're making the NBA. The NBA money. is guaranteed getting stronger fans when they're an activist organization mm-hmm. because the majority of their fans are younger and they have probably one of the most diverse fan bases among among all sports in the United States. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly. They're 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 their fan base is more diverse than football. Football's whiter. You know. Yes, exactly. So it, it, so it the people, people the people that they're reaching and the NBA is growing faster than anybody else, mm-hmm. and so the people that the NBA is reaching are you know, agreeing with a lot of these things. That, and if they're not, they're people that are willing to turn a blind eye to it because they, you know, enjoy basketball enough. Like, basketball is way easier for the, than the NFL. Yeah. You compare this to the NFL. The NFL has had a, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. has had a, a lot, lot of issues. problems yeah. with political involvement. And people say, get the money out of, get the, I mean, not the money, I think money out of politics. Yeah, yeah. Get the politics out of sports. Mm-hmm. But then in the NBA, they've been pretty successful. And, and here's the thing is that essentially with this China deal, they're allowing for more and more fans to watch the sport and essentially doubling their population. Because there's a study, like I said before, that went out that, that the, there are more people that watch the NBA in China than in America. So this is a big, this is a big deal. Five years, $1.5 billion, and everyone in the NBA is silent. They talked to Steve Kerr about it. He said he needed to, his brother was a major in, uh, I think Chinese history, so he needed to consult with him. That's really talked about that. That's a really thing. odd thing to say. Uh, I need to talk to my brother. He yeah. majored in Chinese. history. We haven't heard who anything. majors in Chinese history. Steve Kerr's brother. Steve uh, Kerr's brother. We haven't. I mean, not that it's. LeBron. I mean, it's a great thing. But. Yeah, yeah. We haven't heard anything <laughs> from Steph. We haven't heard anything from Greg Popovich. These guys are so quick to to talk down. Yeah, usually against... Pop, usually Pop even says stuff. Exactly. And Pop they're they're talk. so quick to talk down against all these things against Donald Trump. I'm not saying I'm you know in support. <laughs> we're trying to stay in the middle here but i'm saying if you're going to call him out on these sorts of things this is the prime time this is where you cement yourself as hey yeah well it's the we, opposite you're really saying that they should call people out all the time if they want to well yeah no i don't i have if no they're gonna problem. i have no problem it. with it but don't pick and choose don't pick the american president who doesn't have anything to do with your organization but then turn a blind eye to Amer- to chinese fight for democracy because steph goes over to china every single year to promote you got $1.5 billion in TV revenue, so much more in shoes, yes, jersey sales. Yes, definitely be pissed at Steve Kerr. Yeah. There's, but there's... there is a difference. There is a difference okay. when criticizing our local 
as when I say local, I'm talking about national. Mm-hmm. Our national politics in the United States versus international politics. Because when we're, they're talking about national politics, this is issues that these people have grown up in, mm-hmm. issues that these people are much more aware to. I mean, really, if you think about it, we're talking right now, but how much do we really know about Chinese politics other than the general scope of like Chinese and oppressive communist regime that's historically been very abusive on human rights, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But we don't really know the ins and outs of it. Whereas when people make comments on, you know, LGBTQ rights in this country, you know, um, racial racial relations within our country, even U.S. politics, at least they know what they're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and, but when you put the pressure of money onto it, that just amplifies it, right? So if there was money on those, com- there, there's no money talking about Donald Trump. The, yeah, the, exactly. Nobody's risking money. Yeah, it's free. Right, unless you play in the NFL. People like it. It's, yeah. <laughs> People like it. It's e- it's easier. It's easier. It's easier to do. But at the same time, it's also easier to do because you have you're allowed to talk about your own problems. Mm-hmm. As Americans, we're much more allowed to talk about our own. I mean, we have the freedom, luckily, in America to talk about anybody and everybody's problems. Yeah. But we, it's easy. You know, you socially, you have the freedom to talk about your own problems because that's the stuff that you're dealing with. Yeah. Whereas when you're talking about democracy in China, of course, everyone should be supportive of democracy in China if yeah. you, you know. If you have a basic understanding of human rights and human rights violations throughout throughout the world, but and and here's the thing, uh, the Americans we do business with China. Like it's not just the a NBA. lot of business. Yes, we do with a lot China. of business. This was sort of essentially, we don't do business with us. This was essentially a thing. long time coming, right? This it was going to happen sooner or later. Someone was going to make a comment about the NBA that was going to spark this because it can only be ignored for so long. You know, as these it's protests a big deal. go on, it is a big it's deal. It's fundamental to and China's identity. While, while I agree that, yes, we don't have all the information going on, uh, essentially my point is this. When it comes down to it, the NBA does what's best for the NBA. It's not a woke, progressive organization. There are elements of it, yes, and people do believe in the things they believe. But when it comes down to it, if it's good for business, it's, it's a business. Good. Yes. So, for example, Donald, Donald Sterling, we all remember him being... Uh, you know, removed as a governor. That's well. That's another thing we didn't even talk about. Governor over owner, but that's fine. Donald Sterling's a terrible person. Donald Sterling is a terrible person. No <laughs> doubt about it. I just want to clarify that right away. Uh, in t- he was actually sued by Elgin Baylor in 2009 over some comments he made, where he and I quote wanted a team composed of poor black boys from the South and a white head coach. End quote. Ugh. How did he I never? I never heard any of any of that. There was, there was never in that's the news. The thing. That's two, how he got away with that. This was in 2009, right? We never heard any of that. Well, A, it's in 2009. Then in 2014, he made comments. Well, he he, he people there have recordings audio, of yes, him saying tapes. terrible well, things. Well, Baylor won this lawsuit. He sued him and he won. Yeah. So obviously it was there. There was some basis yes, to claim. Exactly. But now this got but leaked to in everybody. in 2014, everyone heard about yeah. it. Barack Obama made a comment on it. Steph Curry and LeBron James said, look, if he keeps – if he's continued to allow being a governor of the NBA – we're out. We're not playing in the playoffs, which that got uh, David Stern's attention. He said, all right, all right. But again, but again, these people are, you're talking about black individuals mm-hmm. in the United States. Of course, they should talk about black issues in the United States. Yes. When you compare that to democracy in China, not the democracy, again, not the democracy in China is not important, but this is issues that are, you know, no, fundamental but, but to their that's identity. What I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. The NBA was composed of, I'm sure, the same percentage of Af- the African-American community in 2009 as it was in 2014. I don't yeah, have specific but, stats but, on it. But, but the 2009 thing, you're dealing with totally different cultures. Well, yes, but in it's America. still, it's, that's essentially, like, I I agree. Obviously, that's there's a different divide between 2009 and 2014. But still, that sort of things can't be shouldn't be said and weren't dealt with until something came about, which is kind of going along with my point of here in China. Now they're, they're dealing with the issue, not because they would have been happy to ignore this. 
to just ignore all yeah, the, the NBA would love on. for this if not happened. Yes, <laughs> if Daryl Morey hadn't tweeted about this, this would be business as usual. Everyone would continue to to be in there, and we would continue to allow China to do whatever. Yes, we're gonna yeah we're gonna allow that to happen because that's how it is. And whereas I agree, and there's with, still money coming out of that communist regime. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're still that's the thing. They're they're gonna do whatever they can to restore these relations and get back to business as usual. But even in, democracy could hurt the NBA's business. Because democracy is going to fundamentally change China. If democracy were to actually overtake China, mm-hmm. the NBA is, you know, they're going to have totally different people in charge. Yeah. You're going to have a different government that has different international relations. Mm-hmm. That could end up destroying the NBA. And it, it, we talk about this because the NBA has a lot of money in China. Yeah. Like more than the NBA has money in Canada. Mm-hmm. There's crazy money in yeah. China. More, more than any other country. Well, and, and, and it goes to a much bigger point, which I was just leading into, is that, yeah, the uh, American government, the senators are calling out people for, for saying this. But how often have they had to – Stephen A. Smith actually made this point. This isn't my point, uh, but I think it's a really good point. How often have they had to hold their tongue in an effort for diplomacy, right? It's happened a lot. Mm-hmm. They do it all the time. Like, yes, no one agrees with uh, – That's politics. Yes. No one agrees with their right, uh, you know, with, with them – keeping people from having freedom of speech, from having democracy, everyone agrees that that would be a better better fit than what the government they have is right now, right? But they're holding their tongue. So they're just as susceptible to this as the NBA is, as Disney is, as any company that does business in China. But essentially, my point comes down to this. If Enos Kanter, which we talked about before, has spoken out harshly against the government, he's from Turkey. Turkey right. does not have a $1.5 billion deal on the table with the NBA. The NBA has done everything they can to protect Enos Kanter's efforts uh, in essentially staying alive because his life is at risk. Right. Had, he had to apply. Well, now he's taking political side in the United States. Yes. So he essentially had to, uh, I think there was something I read where if the Blazers had made the playoffs, uh, there was credible threats on his life had he needed to go to, to Toronto to play in the finals. And they're doing everything they can to support Enos Wait, Kanter. what was going to happen in Toronto? No, that's what I'm saying, because it's out of the United States, like, area. Like, they're in Canada. So so, so the U.S. can't protect him? Is yes, that what you're saying? Yes, Well, they needed to make special efforts to protect him while he was in Canada. Yeah, but I'm sure Canada would have. Well, yeah, yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. But, but he's, that, well, the thing is, the he's never going back to Turkey. Yes. He's going to mm-hmm. be living in the United States. For, I mean, yes. he's kind of made a nice move. <laughs> he, he really has. <laughs> if, yeah. he, if he wants citizenship in the United States, he's got it, because he can take political asylum. That's one of the ways you can gain citizenship in the United States. Mm-hmm. But again, the United States has not supported has supported him in a totally different way than China because there's nobody's paying money to watch basketball in Turkey. No, but that's what I'm unless saying. Unless they want to watch Enos Cantor. Yeah. Like you can say, oh, Enos Cantor, uh, like look at what they're doing for Enos Cantor, doing all these things, you know, working with him to get political asylum, whatever it is. But what if there was a Chinese player in the NBA that was talking bad about China? See, that's a hypothetical. How would they respond? I don't know because it seems like they wouldn't really do much. Well, there's a, there's obviously a a price that they're willing to pay to speak out. The price so far we've seen is low, but yeah. what happens? You know what happens if there are two billion dollars plus on the line? I don't know. They're lucky there's not any NBA players from China. That's right. They should. I mean, they should, they're lucky it's not a problem right now that are speaking about the NBA today. But I, I hardly think this is going to be the last that we'll hear about this issue because no. we're three days into it, into something that yeah, will we'll keep be a long process, process of, of figuring out. Uh, but 
Let's go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're going to jump into the NFL action Football. that happened this past week. All right, we are back. We're back. And we have a new way of introducing things now. So essentially, one of our one of our listeners, Michael Daly, shout out Michael. Shout out Michael. Uh, suggested that we deliver our power rankings. And so we thought, hey, how about we deliver our power rankings and recap the NFL week at the same time? Wow. So That's what I call a two-for-one, John. We've put out our, our joint power rankings that we worked on together. Uh, that I wrote out and John wrote them and I said oh move that and he made corrections where he where he saw fit and this is what we've got basically I moved the Cowboys up over the Bills yeah that's that's really all that he (laughs) did was just move the Cowboys up just a little bit higher (laughs) well I just thought the Bills were too high Okay. Okay. So and wait, what we're where, gonna do? Where were the Niners? We're on gonna this be list? on the clock. Okay. You yeah, have yeah, the we'll Niners okay, way we'll too high, it. but I can. We'll switch it. Okay. Here we, we go. Can move around. But we're, okay. we're gonna be on the clock here. We're gonna talk for each about each team for forty-five seconds. Uh, maybe if Joey walks in, we can talk about the Patriots a little <laughs> bit longer, just because. Well, luckily we got plenty of time until then. That's that's right. The good okay. thing is these teams get progressively more interesting. That's true. So it's gonna be really easy to, <laughs> especially this first one. Are you ready? We're on okay, the clock. So here we go. We are going and go. Miami Dolphins. They didn't this week. Did not lose. They didn't lose. They didn't lose. Uh, That's a, a win week. for Miami. That, yeah, that counts. I don't really I know what else to say about Miami. We uh, have to fill another thirty-five seconds. Okay, so let's see. Miami. Uh, okay, what quarterback? No, here. College? No, no, no. Miami has the the best matchup of the week this week. Miami is oh, in the game of the week. Redskins, but which the are the, our thirty-one team. They get to travel to London too, right? So they've got the time zone change. We saw the Raiders beat the Bears in London. Could we see the Dolphins get their first win no. of the season against? See, here's the thing: is that the, the Dolphins love that they're in London. Be- oh, we're running out of time. We're gonna move this to the Redskins too. Yeah, yeah. The Dolphins love they're in London because now their fans won't heckle them when they lose. That's true. So they Spin can zone. try to lose. Spin zone. They a can home tank. game. They can take exactly. a home game exactly, and, and nobody gets mad for it. All right, Redskins. Redskins. <laughs> so John Gruden got called in. Jay Gruden got called in at 5 a.m. to get fired. First off, getting called in at 5 a.m. like sucks. I think yeah, it was I, it was Barstool's. I want to have breakfast before I get fired. Said. Uh, that it sucks because either he was fired or he had to be up at 5 a.m., which both of those <laughs> things are just the worst. They lost to the Patriots 33-7 and looked terrible. They have no quarterback. Dwayne Haskins is two years out of being ready to play, they say. I mean, if they had a coach that really invested in growing him, I think he could start next year. Do you think he plays at all this year? Or they run with I think Cole he's McCoy done. Run Keenum. with Cole McCoy and Case Keenum. Cole McCoy kept him alive in the division race last year before he broke his He's leg. not terrible. So... That's fine. They've we'll got see. young talent with McLaurin. Yeah. They can grow. Yeah. Okay. All right. On from the Redskins. Okay, Cincinnati Bengals. An even less interesting team. Oh, man. Uh, When's AJ coming back? Hopefully soon. I have Hopefully one. Hopefully soon. I have him on my teams. IR slot. Yeah. I'm glad I picked him in that league, though. That league has two IR slots. Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. dumped him in one of the yeah. IR slots, and I still have one. I wish Joe Mixon had value. But, but every, Kyler Murray sucks. Kyler Murray made the game interesting because he gave Arizona their first win. Yeah, I mean, that's good for him. We'll, we'll cover them in a bit. He had 253 yards. Here's and rush for 93 and a touchdown. He looked good. The offensive line is the main problem. I think if they had more time to throw, Andy Dalton could do a lot more with it. Mixon had 19 yards for takes, 90 carries for 93 five, yards. He takes five steps back, and he's already sacked. That's the other a thing is Boyd's finally blown up. Yes. Now that we've had an injury to John Ross, Boyd's blowing up. Yeah. That's everything interesting. When we get A.J. Green, we'll see what happens. All right, next team. New, New York Jets. Jets. There Darnold. we go. Sam, Sam Darnold is back. Thank goodness. Which I don't love because they have to play my, my boys. I'm going to use this instance to remind everyone that Hayden did, in fact, pick the Jets to go to the playoffs. Listen, I didn't know Sam Darnold was going to be kissing everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's uh, if true. They, if somebody would have texted an me and said, hey, just so you know, Sam Darnold's kissing everybody right now. Oh, totally would have changed uh, things. But they're I playing mean, the Cowboys. Are they going to win good, this week? No, no. Cowboys yeah, lost two team. in a row. It's a, like they could easily come back uh, and go seven and after nine. after this week. Go seven and nine, make a push. I mean, nine and seven could be a playoff spot in the AFC. It could. It's a pretty weak division right now. 
But other other than that, Le'Veon Bell is a buy low candidate in fantasy. Yeah, Jamison Crowder, I think he has a lot of value because he was Sam Darnold's favorite target when he played. Yeah. Oh, so, and Chris Herndon's coming back from suspension this week. Exactly. So, so there's, there's a lot coming back. Things for him. are looking up for Jets fans. You, maybe you won't be 29th next week. Um, 28th, however, Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos are first win. They have also gotten their first over win the Chargers. Week. And and now they have who they play next week. They're getting another loss Looks next like, week. I forget. Uh, they beat the Chargers the though. Which, playing the Titans at home. Yeah, it depends on which Titan they, team shows yeah, up. Yeah, it depends on if they have the Browns Titans or the. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see oh. the Titans. Like they just pick and choose which games to be good, uh, and it's easier when they're when they're not favored to win. They actually do better because I guess Mike Gribble's good at motivating them when they're an <laughs> underdog. But when they're con- yeah, like he they, is like uh uh just, win yeah guys <laughs> look every they just need to be favored to lose in every game and they'll win every game. The Titans lost though. They lost against the Bills, fourteen seven. Yeah, they were they were favored to win. They were favored to yes. win. Then why were they favored to win against the Bills? That doesn't make sense. I mean, they were two and two teams, so like yeah, okay. but I like the Bills. Yeah, well, I do too. But all right, Steelers. Oh goodness, Steelers I, lost to the Ravens in overtime. A good game. One of the nastiest. I don't think the Steelers are that bad. No, they're not. They're not a one and four team. I mean, you took the Ravens to OT on a questionable. If Juju doesn't say, fumble that, but also roughing the passer call. On that touch, that there's that been a lot. There was like three drive. different teams that got screwed over by roughing the yeah. passer this last. But here's week. the thing. Also, quickly, since we have 45 seconds, Mike Tomlin <laughs> elected to kick in overtime, uh, which was controversial at first, but it actually made a lot of sense in his post game interview because he said that their special teams unit was so bad, their average starting position on kickoffs was a 15 yard line, <laughs> and they would have probably gone three and out on that drive, been forced to punt, and given the Ra- Ravens great right. field position. It actually worked out. If Juju Smith Schuster doesn't fumble. They could have won. They also, easily could have won with with Hodge and Paxton Lynch is likely to be called up from the uh, practice squad and maybe yeah back he might start because Mason no, no, Rudolph no, died. No, no, but they've got um, uh, Hodge, Sam Hodges, Sam Hodges, Sam Hodges played well. He did okay. He did okay. Okay, and All James Conner got a touchdown finally. Yeah. Um, who are we on to? Arizona Cardinals got Arizona their first Cardinals. Win. They got their first win and they skyrocketed up the rankings to 26, which I think they're better than all the teams below. I, I think you can make an argument that, that Steelers, the Steelers are better, but they don't but, have they don't have the record for but it. But not the Broncos, because at least they at least yeah they technically the Cardinals have the a Cardinals have a tie. I, I like I could agree flipping the Steelers and, and Cardinals at least the Cardinals have close. an offense. Like Kyler yeah, Murray oh, yeah. looks good, David Johnson looks good. But the offensive line is terrible. Damn. Just but so they bad. have everybody else. Like Christian Kirk's looked really nice. Yeah, maybe actually this year will be the year that we see the Cardinals get an offensive lineman before the sixth round. Hopefully. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't it be nice? I mean, I just love watching all these teams do exactly what the Colts did and expect to find success. It doesn't work out. It really Are they beating doesn't. the Falcons next week? No. No. Mm-mm. All right. Well, well here we Falcons go. are up next. That's <laughs> not a way that. That's so wow. Good. Falcons are. Are the Falcons beating the Cardinals next week? Yes. Yes. The Falcons are are also a team you picked to go to the playoffs. You know yeah, that? and the I Falcons are a one and four team. We're They're gonna, not that bad. We're gonna we're gonna recap everything week eight. We're gonna talk about. See, here's uh, the reason. Here's like, my rationale. The Falcons so didn't look great last year, so mm-hmm. usually the Falcons are a flip flop, flip flop, right? Usually they're they'll do really well the next year. They but, just they made the wrong choice. They had they had they could have either promoted. Kyle Shanahan, mm-hmm. or and let Dan Quinn walk, or resign Dan Quinn and let Kyle and they Shanahan have promoted they Shanahan because Shanahan is undefeated. Mike Quinn or Dan Quinn is a defensive coach, and the team was was what was it twenty eighth in defense, but third in offense. Yeah. So stick with offense, <laughs> let him go. Look, win the, football games by scoring more points. That's they, how you win, actually, John. That's we got that's a flag football a night game point. tonight. Let's yes. not forget that. Let's, I, I, let's more, let them know. Let's text the team right now. Win. More, more, let's take a break. Time out. Hang on. Okay, so while Hayden does that, we're going to move on to the next team. New York Giants. Let's score more. New York Giants are actually a good than team. Than the other guys. I'm going to say Exclamation it. point. All right, I'm done. Not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Danny Who are we Giants talking about? The Giants? Team. 
I listen. They're not as a as a Giants hater. Mm. I love Danny Dimes. But you do love Danny Dimes. <laughs> I do That's love. Kind of... It's is it because of his nickname? No, Probably. no, it's oh. not. I swear it's not. I thought it was just. It's, I was. I thought it was purely name based. Like that was it. It's not. He didn't look terrible. Yeah, he didn't look good this week. But he didn't look terrible. Like he's functioning without Saquon Barkley, yeah, Saquon, which alone with Saquon it's going to be a totally different thing. He's supposed to come back this week. Which, which is going to boost the whole Look, offense. I'm going to say it. I was wrong about the Giants. I think I had them at 4-12. They can go 5-11 for sure. <laughs> wow. How generous <laughs> they, they of you. They can go 5-11. Easy. But I think Evan Ingram is going to start producing yes. a lot better with Saquon. Because that's really good. Golden I think Del. he's the biggest benefactor besides Danny Dines from Saquon coming oh, back. Oh, absolutely. Evan Ingram. Absolutely. He's a, he's it's a, not Sterling Shepard. He's a tight end one in most fantasy leagues. Yeah. Easy. That's not even I saw thing. somebody just traded for him today, and I thought that was a good move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on. Tennessee Titans, like we said, hot and cold. You really don't know what team you're gonna get. They'd be a lot higher if they played like they when they're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'd be a lot lower if, if they, they played like when they're bad. Advice and scored more points. Oh wait, we got a text game. back in the group chat. Let's uh, get touchdowns. That's a good that's idea. That's a good one too. The Especially considering one. we can't kick field goals. Titans only got one. Uh, oh, that's true actually. So we gotta get touchdowns. Yeah, Titans only score one. Man, touchdown. I, I'm so excited to talk about Buffalo. I'm so <laughs> pumped. I, I'm just ready. I've been game planning this. Well, but the Titans. If Run. they play, if they score more points, they'll win. Like it's it's really literally. Mar- Mariota's looked pretty good this season. Mario, he doesn't have he doesn't have an interception this season. Yeah, he's one of like three quarterbacks. It's like him, Russ, and yeah, but he's thrown for like Patty Mahomes. He's thrown for like six hundred yards. Did Mahomes, th- Mahomes threw a pick though. Yeah, he did. He's out. Yeah, he threw a pick. So it's literally just uh, him and Russ. But he's he's thrown like he's thrown maybe six hundred yards. Like yeah, it's cool, but you're not even throwing the ball a ton. Okay, we're sorry. On. Cleveland Browns, another disappointing team. Uh, this is kind of well. They're uh, again. They're just like the the Titans. They're up and down. Yeah, but here's they're the thing. more down than it's, up. It's an offensive line problem again. Like when will people realize? Maybe... Well, when we get into the top ten, look at those lines up there. Yeah, it's... the Bills line's good. The mm-hmm. Eagles line's good, really good. The Cowboys yeah. line's really good. The Chiefs line's okay. Seattle's well, we line. We want to give it all away. We'll we'll leave them. We'll leave them here. Sorry, I should mix them up. I'll talk, mix them up. We want to talk, but we want to talk about the Browns. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, sorry, sorry, sorry. Offensively, fantastic. Everyone's saying, oh, Baker's the problem. Baker's not the problem. Baker is not He doesn't the have time to does throw. Does he look terrible? Yes. Would look, every quarterback in the league two, besides Aaron Rodgers look terrible? Yes. Two fumbles, two interceptions. Was It was rushed. Eight for it 22. because he didn't have time. Like, I'm, I'm not saying he's... Look, I, I'll retract my MVP MVP vote right really? now. Really? Wow, that's MVP, bold of you, John. But he's an above-average quarterback in the NFL yeah. and should have the weapons. He should be playing at an MVP level with the weapons he has with the offensive line. Just sucks. Ruins everything for him. Okay, next up, Jacksonville Jaguars. Another uh, team that... I had a moral dilemma, actually, this past <laughs> week, because I wanted them to lose, but I wanted Gardner Minshew to do well. Because we love... Timeout. Oh, hang on. We got to go pause. Here. We're going to jump to the top of... <laughs> yeah, just pause Number one. We're going to jump to the top. It's the New England Patriots. Surprise. Joey, we're talking about... We're going 45 seconds with each team. I'm going to uh, turn and, my mic over to Joey. And I want to preface this with Joey had the audacity... The unmitigated gall to complain about the New England Patriots offense this past week. We're sitting there watching the game, and he goes, oh, this, this New England offense is so bad. smell kind of sweaty. He's, yeah. Were you at the courts? This is, this is offensive the to the, the, the Washington Redskins. This is offensive to the Cincinnati Bengals. This is offensive to the Denver Broncos. This is offensive to Okay, you can else? stop listing bad it's, teams. Yes, <laughs> it's offensive to bad offenses because... The New England Patriots don't know what a bad offense looks like. Yeah, they do. They okay. play against them like every week. Okay, well that's okay. Yeah. In their right, own make, system, they don't know what it looks like. The, let's give Joey his forty-five. But let's talk about recap. let's talk about the Patriots. We got him number one. Is what were you? Happy? Yeah, I I think that this is a legitimate ranking because who else would you put at number one? I mean, like even though I was, it is fact I was complaining yesterday, 
month Sunday because mm. today is Tuesday. That's right. It is. I was like, listen, we're we're looking like the Redskins, the Bengals, the <laughs> the all the other bad offenses, the Bears. He's saying that because they scored 16 points at halftime. We by had the way. 12. 16. We had 12, Most teams don't 12, even get to 16. We had 12 points at halftime. Please get your facts right, Jonathan. Oh, okay. Well, still, the point still stands. We Most teams playing, don't get we to 12 points the whole game. We were playing against a defense that makes Dak Prescott look like a $40 million man. Carson Wentz, the MVP, and the Daniel Jones looking like he's the best quarterback that they've ever seen. And we were making the Redskins defense look good in the first half. There's your 45, John. There we go. That's what he gets. Also, you're welcome for beating the Chiefs. We'll cover that in a bit. Uh, but you I, yeah, are welcome. Thank you, thank you, Colts, for beating the Chiefs. Now we have home field advantage, and we're making it to the Super Bowl. As <laughs> Dave go. Portnoy Joe, says. your 45 seconds are long yeah, gone. Jeez, this guy. Oh, man. This is so sweaty now. He got sweaty talking about. <laughs> oh, man. About all right, I think he's a. So what, where, where were we? I totally forgot. Oh, the no, Jaguars. we were on the, the Jaguars. Jaguars. All right, so, restart. Gardner Minshew's good. Great mustache. I will say it. Minshew There's actually a, a dilemma here. When Nick Foles comes back, do you trade Gardner Minshew? Because he's obviously no. proved himself to be a starting no, quarterback. No, you do not trade Gardner Minshew. But you Minshew. can't pay Nick Foles eighty million dollars still on the bench. You can do you trade, trade Nick Foles. Foles. Yes. Trade Nick Foles. Yes, you trade him. You trade. I don't know where you trade him to though. Who wants him? Exactly. Well, we can look. Let's, let's go. Let's refer back to the bottom six on this power uh, ranking. They could all use a quarterback. Dolphins. The Redskins, Steelers. It's the Marcus. Steelers, isn't it? Maybe. If, if Big Ben it. retires, I who else? Need, Broncos. No, they can't pay. Well, him. but I mean, it's gonna. We're gonna have to see how it all shapes out now. Bengals. Yeah. Maybe. That's what. But makes he's still sense. out for the year. He's still out for the year. Like these teams have systemic but problems Dalton, from like the ground up a quarterback isn't going to fix everything anyway i like the steelers but the jags though, a good choice fournette's looking nice dj yes. tark is legit yes he is you know who's not legit dd westbrook well he did all right he had eight catches 80 your yards. prediction of dd westbrook being good mm-hmm. just translates to dj tark everything you yeah. said about dd westbrook exactly. is just dj tark i mean but dd westbrook isn't bad no. necessarily he's just not the number one guy in jacksonville it's DJ Chark, but he's All still right. putting up good numbers. All right, who's uh, next? Los Angeles Chargers, Chargers. another massive team that disappointment. Is just sad. That's the worst. That's terrible. The the Chargers have the roster to be the best team in the NFL, and they lost to the Denver Broncos. We thought getting Melvin Gordon back would be the pro the like the the problem solver, but it's not. Well, he only had twelve carries. Yeah, but like, the, but he had like thirty yards or something yes, like that. Thirty-one like yards. Two point two point five. Austin Eckler's the leading receiver on this team. Mm-hmm. Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen didn't get targeted enough. He's the best receiver in the game right put now. Eckler, put Eckler in the slot. Run with two two running backs. Do what you need to do because Eckler is the hottest player, second hottest player in the NFL right now. Christian McCaffrey is number one. Austin Eckler is number two. And he's putting hot, Melvin yeah, Gordon in. Yeah, Patty's not as hot right now. Yeah, I you're stifling. I mean, skill position players-wise. Like quarterbacks, that's a yeah, different but, story. Yeah, but no, hottest overall? Yeah, hottest well, overall. Well, Shaq Barrett would be the hottest player in the NFL. Okay, yes. But that's what I'm saying. Is Unless like, you're asking Nick, then it's... I don't know, man. Cam Newton's pretty attractive. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll, All right. maybe we'll talk about that later. The hottest quarterback in the NFL. Actually. But yes, the, the Chargers need to get it together, and I think they will. All right, on to our next Tampa team. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team that I like them. I really do. Yeah, they're, I think they're, they're good. performing they're hot well. and cold. The receivers look great. Look, they went on the road in the Superdome playing the Saints. Lost by seven. That's not bad. And the Saints, Teddy Bridgewater or Drew Brees at quarterback. And the really Saints matter. You know, we'll get to him later, but they're really good football team. oh absolutely they're really good this two and three i mean beating the rams going on the road beating yeah, the their rams. wins are more quality than their if losses they're, if their kicker can make a 32 yarder they win against the giants if their losses were not the giants who are the giants two? niners and saints if their losses were not <clears throat> if it wasn't the giants 
They'd probably be higher up on that list. Yeah, if they make that field goal, if they win that Giants they're game, top they're pushing top ten, John. Mm, if they win maybe. that Giants game, they're pushing the Texans and those guys. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, because there's other three and two teams up there. Yeah, that's there's true. There's a lot and, of other three. But and two if you teams take that there. away, the Saints are four and one. The 49ers are four and zero. Oh. That's quality losses. Yeah. All right, let's keep it moving. Minnesota Vikings, another hot and cold team. Looked hot. Kirk Cousins. I don't know what that's. We're in our hot and cold range. So essentially, Stefan Diggs made some comments that we all thought was directed at Kirk Cousins. It's actually directed at Mike Zimmer, who is focused on running running the ball and defense, which is great. The offensive line isn't capable of running, running the ball and defense. Is how you win this in this league. The Pats do it. The Saints do it. Yeah, but the Cowboys do it. But you pay a guy eighty-four million dollars, you can't do something like that. They well, pay they pay Tom Brady fifteen. They can run the ball and play defense yeah. with Tom Brady fifteen million dollars. They can't do that paying Kirk. That Cousins being said, though, 32. he threw for three hundred yards. And he did. Touchdowns. Well, they they let they let him throw. He had a great game, and Dalvin Cook still ran for one thirty. Yes. You keep him hot. That's the key. Look, here's the thing: How do you open up the run? You throw the ball. You throw the ball. It's really that simple. But if you're throwing the ball ten times a game with Kirk Cousins, it's not going to do it. Stack the box. It's game over. But like, if they keep running with this current game plan, they're going to move up in the power rankings. Oh, easily. For sure. Uh, who we got next? Uh, Carolina, Carolina Panthers. Panthers. That's just too high. I don't like them this high. No? You don't think no, so? No, I put them below the Vikings and the Bucks. Here's what the thing. What do you think, Joey? Carolina Panthers. Panthers should be below the Carolina the Vikings Panthers have the hottest Wait, why do you have them up back? here? Because of, of Christian McCaffrey. They have, the, they have the hottest running back in the NFL. They the most attractive quarterback in the way, NFL, but he's not playing. But he's not playing. No, look. <laughs> here's the game plan for the Panthers right now. Their defense is Give the ball to Christian McCaffrey. They're one of the few teams that you can say, look, we're giving the ball to Christian McCaffrey, and there's well, nothing you can do to stop it. Because the way they give him the ball is not just handing it off. Exactly. No, it's He's it's, the best receiver on this team and the best running back yeah, on this as team. Far as, and the best quarterback on this team, And probably. it opens up. Yeah, I would agree, actually. I mean, <laughs> he's got bigger hands just, than Kyle Allen, so he won't him, fumble as much. Just put him at all 11 Yeah, honestly, if it. you could have a team full of Christian McCaffrey, you'd be chilling. But that's why you're putting this high, is Christian McCaffrey alone takes them up two spots. Because, well, because, okay, beating Jacksonville, that's a, that's a quality win. That's a good win. For sure. Like they, beat, they beat the Texans last week, which it's, is also a great win. They started to – the two games that they lost were to the – was when Cam Newton's quarterback. And Joey's got a point. The Texans is a really big win. Oh, absolutely. Ron Rivera's found out a way to essentially make this team successful. It's give the ball to Christian McCaffrey. And, and don't let the other Kyle team Allen, score. Kyle Allen, don't make – yeah, well, exactly. Don't throw the Don't let the other team score, but yes. Kyle Allen, don't make mistakes. Let Christian McCaffrey handle the work, and now they're winning games, and it's not a surprise. The Bears. Bears. See, there's a lot of teams here that I think that the Buccaneers could be above. Next week, we might see the Buccaneers rise. I, I think so. If the Buccaneers get another win, they're moving up. I, I'm just not set. Like, obviously, the Bears lost to the Raiders in London. There's an asterisk there. Okay. You had to travel all the way to London. The Raiders flew out to London immediately after their game against the Colts. Which was a good move. Yes. The Bears waited a little bit. So, obviously, the games in London, like, there has to be a little asterisk there. They're playing without their starting quarterback. Chase Daniel looked human, did not look like he was going to take over the job. What's going him. on with the running back situation? Is it a line problem? Because David Montgomery had only 11 carries, 25 yards, and a touchdown. I would assume They're not so running the ball like you think. They have Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. Yeah, they're averaging 2.5 yards a carry. They're throwing um, the ball well, though. Allen Robinson, well, 97 got, yards, got great, They've got great receivers, but they don't have a quarterback to throw to. The right. defense can only do so much, and, like I said, went to London. Uh, great job by the Raiders, though. Two two really quality wins. Are we especially. moving on to the Raiders? Yeah, I guess it is. It is time. They, oh yeah. All okay. right. Wow. Nice transition because the Raiders are number eleven on our list. The Raiders are, are good. Wait, no. Like they're fifteen on our list. They're an actual good football team. Josh Jacobs is a two beast. two quality wins over the Colts and the Bears. Colts win looks more quality after the Colts this week. That's true. Uh, but going into the next few weeks, it's really going to be telling what they're made of. They'll go on the road to play the Packers. On the road to play the Texans, and then mm-hmm. they get the Lions at home, yeah, which can, will be they their can first. Go up or down here. This is coming off the tail of one, two, three, four, five, 
And they five did this straight, without five straight road. Games. And they're getting Tyrell Williams back. Yes, they're getting Tyrell Williams back. They traded for Zay Jones from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I, I like really Zay like. Jones. He's quick. Yeah. That is a good and right now the Packers. <laughs> Joey's, Joey's ad libs. The Packers. The Packers <laughs> open in at one point favorites, which means if this game is played at neutral territory, they'd be the, the Raiders would be favored would be by favored. plus one over the Packers. Yes. Wow. Right now, we'll see. John Gruden. Sleeper candidate for coach of the year. Maybe. I mean, if they keep going dealing like this. with all this last year, dealing with a first-time NFL GM and the fact that they're still able to be Antonio successful and Brown. win football games, and yeah, and getting out of the Antonio Brown situation, yes. Khalil Mack situation, and Amari Cooper situation. I mean, Khalil Mack, no sacks. There yeah, was but they're stat. tripling him. Have you there seen? There was a no. There was no stat, or there was a stat that said he did not beat any pass rush. Like you know, there's like some stat that like measures when you win a pass rush. Yeah, but they're they're tripling him, John. Okay, I'm sorry. What do you want? Let me let me look in. Let me, yeah, let me look. Is his pass rush doing well? That's the problem. The Derek Carr got sacked zero times because against the Bears' defense. So it doesn't matter if you triple team Khalil Mack. You still got three guys on the other side that should be rushing, able to get sacked. That should be able to get sacked. Isn't, don't he wasn't like, sacked one time. Hakeem Hicks, like. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. That the the D line is good. Yes. Oh yeah. So if you can triple Khalil, but Mack. but the problem's and, the D line, not Khalil Mack. Okay. We'll keep. Yeah. We'll keep. We spent a lot of time on the Raiders, actually. Yeah. A little too much. Detroit. Detroit well, Lions. that was back to the Bears too. Oh, that's true. The Lions. They're really high on this list, and this is a place we never thought they would be. Yeah. The we Lions. Have, we actually have them both at three and thirteen. As we, so they need to win one more game for them to match. As we've said, they're the most goal. mediocre team in the league. Yes. Which is why they're ranked. What are they ranked? Fourteen. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect because they they're not bad at anything. Mm-hmm. Their running back is okay. Yes. Their receivers are good. Mm-hmm. Quarterbacks good. Yes. Their lines fine. Their defensive lines fine. Their corners are good. Their secondary as a whole is decent. There's just there's nothing fancy about and them, this, but they're winning football and they're coached well. Yes, Matt Patricia is they, gorgeous. They, they exposed they exposed the blueprint to how to beat the Chiefs that the Colts followed, uh, in their win, which is play man. Right. So they they essentially said, you know what, you can shut down Patrick Mahomes if you just were play they on by this week? Yeah. Yeah, they were on by this week. So they didn't even. So lose. they're two they're they two one and one, but you take away that somehow comeback from Kyler Murray, all of a sudden they're three and one. In a division three, that's... No, 3 oh, and one right? No, no, he said oh, you're talking about the tie. Yeah, if you the take tie. away the tie. If you oh, take yeah, away the they're, tie. They're 3-1. They're 3-1 in a division that has the Bears at 3-2, and two, the Vikings at 3-2, and two, it's and the, also has the... It's the, the most me, it's the most mediocre division in football. It's No, I, no, they're, no bad, they're the no best. Good. No, they're the best. They're no, above average. No, I see, I, I disagree. I think that the NFC West is better. According to the, the standings right now... The According to... They have the most wins, but would you rather play in that one or play against... Seattle, LA, and the Niners. But here's the thing: you're going against. But I'm taking it as a whole. All four teams: Green Bay, Detroit. You're saying I don't think the. But I think the Cardinals are close enough to the Lions. That's what I'm saying. No, because there's no. The Green Bay is nowhere close. I mean, technically, according to the game, they're dead even. (laughs) So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So, but but the other three are better in the NFC West. Seattle is better than. Any team, mm. Seattle's better than any of those teams. Well, LA arguably is arguably Green Bay. LA Green is Bay as really good. LA is as good as any of those teams. Okay. LA is as good as Green Bay, mm. and the Niners are undefeated. We haven't seen enough from the Bears. I would say if the Bears can match the expectation that we had of, of them and yes. everyone had of them going into the yes. season, I think it's closer argument. But I do think you're right as far as top goes. NFC it, West is the best. It's division. nobody in the AFC. All right, okay. who are we on to? Uh, Indianapolis Colts. All right, let's go, baby. Hey, hey, I just all okay. Expectations for our loyal listeners, moms. Mm-hmm. And any other loyal listeners, my nose is bleeding. I must be getting excited. I don't know what he's going to say, but I will say we posted on our Instagram. For our, for our a, loyal a, listeners, a I called it, and John kind of called it. Well, I mean, John said this is something that the Colts would do. I literally wrote down on a piece of paper that this was going to happen. But the audio, but the audio states that you were trying to catch up, so you made a controversial pick to catch up. 
But anyways, that's neither here nor there. I wrote it down. The Colts, <laughs> on average, play zone defense or play man defense 26% of the time. Against the Chiefs last night, seven or yes, no, two nights ago, 71% of the time they were playing man. Man beats the Chiefs. It was it was great to see because we weren't necessarily completely shutting them down. Obviously, their offense is good. It's the Chiefs. Right. But Patrick Mahomes did not have a touchdown. They had He looked a, hurt though. He did look hurt, but they had a 25 game streak of 25 points or more. They scored 13. Yeah. It was a weird it was one of those weird games and the Colts win those it was, weird games. Hang on, hang on. You know what it was? It was just what what are you doing here? Hang on, I got it. This, this is, is this is what it was. It was you couldn't see because this is an audio podcast, but I just took a drink of water. I'm sure they could hear. It was it. a drink of vindication for the Colts. It was, <laughs> was a, they were drinking the cup of vindication because was Adam Benatieri hit all four field goals. Jacoby Brissett proved that he can be a game manager. He didn't have to throw the football. No, Marlon he's Dak Mack, Prescott. Marlon Mack ran <laughs> the ball so 29 times. times and 132 yards. There was no need for him to say and. Jacoby Brissett is one of the biggest believers of the on the team of running the football. That that blueprint will win most will win gritty football games. It's not going to win all football games, but it's not it doesn't win have shootouts. to. It doesn't have to because they're able to get stops. And they had that's something we hadn't seen from the Colts in eight years, maybe more. When it when it really came down to it, the defense needed to make a play before they wouldn't. Justin Houston got in they that made fourth the and play, one stop. The pick. They got that big. They got that big fumble on time, the Sean John. McCoy. <laughs> They're making plays and they look good. They really do look good. The Ravens also managing close games, but this time it was against the Steelers, and yeah. that's why they're that's why they're not higher. And I found out uh, that the Lamar Jackson hadn't actually played the Steelers before, so our statistic is intact. That he had not. Lamar, yeah, Lamar wow. Jackson is still zero and three against teams he's played twice. Sweet, thank goodness. I was really hoping that you know <laughs> he didn't look good though. He didn't look good. Three, three picks, three interceptions, but uh, he ran for seventy. He ran for 70, 19 to twenty eight. What's Lamar's fantasy value right now? Oh, is, is now the time still, to trade for him? Top... Is now the time to trade for him? I think you should have would already traded him away. Would you rather have him? You should or... like I said it before, like week three, the highest point of his. Would value. you trade him for Dak Prescott right now? Who would you rather have? Uh, mm, Dak, because he's thrown for a lot of yards. Well, Amari I mean, Cooper. Well, I mean, we'll get into it later, but yeah, he still he has more value as a runner or as a Lamar's got crazy running value. Though. And Dak, but Dak Prescott's close. It's not like wow, yeah. Dak Prescott never runs. Dak Prescott runs. He gets rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what Ravens, else? Is there anything else to talk about with the these Ravens? Ravens will, will rebound. They're playing the Bengals this week. Yeah. So start start Lamar Jackson this start week. Start everybody play you've him, got. Play him one more week and then trade him because they go Seahawks, Patriots. Yep. All back right. Back to back weeks. On to Houston, the Texans. Texans. Wow. Big game from Deshaun Watson. It was close all the way up until the end. I benched Will Fuller in two leagues. That's tough. But um, I mean, it was like I, my options to start him over were like Keenan Allen, Julian Edelman, uh, 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 what's his uh, Hopkins? Yeah, and well, it was so, Robert Woods, it was so funny and that's where I should have gone. Because someone goes, "Oh, I can't believe it! I started Mike Evans over Will Fuller." I was like, "Don't even <laughs> act like that like, was a thought." Like, hmm, okay, it's coming down to the next wire. week. Do go, next week, Mike do you think Evans about starting Will Fuller? Will Fuller over some guys though? Uh, let's see, who do they, they play? play Kansas next week? City next play week. Kansas. Oh, for sure. You start him. I would say he's a. Flex do I start my Will Fuller deep, over DeAndre Hopkins next week? No. Robert Woods. Yes. Against San Francisco. Yes, start. Yes. I would say I, he's a solid. If, if, unless you're insanely deep at at running back or at wide receiver, you know I would. That's he's in a legit. So now I'm starting to, him and Hopkins to flex. Is that okay? I don't believe it. Well, look, I don't like it. Deshaun Watson's gonna throw all over the Chiefs defense. I think this was a one game thing. Joey thinks this was a one game thing. Yeah, but regardless, regardless of of what happened there, 
Will Fuller has shown himself to be value as a receiving threat. And if DeAndre Hopkins... I, and, I and Deshaun Watson looks too, really good. It's too early to throw in the towel. But right now, uh, on, on DeAndre Hopkins, but right now, Deshaun Watson's favorite target is Will Fuller. Yeah. Well, so, luckily I have both, so... Yeah, so I, w- <laughs> I could see a play where you start both. Because I think there's a chance if Hopkins comes back, he gets 100 yards. Well, I would be, flex- I would be flexing one. And, well, because and my other receiver is Tyree Kill. So. Will Fuller is a deep threat. All right. On to... The L.A. Rams, which are a very intriguing team right now. They were close. Um, they should have won. They literally, Greg Zorline blew it. Yeah, it he was. He can't kick. But well, that being oh, said. I mean, I mean. <laughs> he's got a leg I mean, on him. I mean, come on. Yeah, like he, 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 he can make field goals where it counts, like a 57-yard enforced overtime against the Orleans Saints <laughs> in the NFC Championship game, but he somehow can't, can't make Seattle. a 48-yard field goal. And here's the thing is, I don't want to be a, a Seattle hater. I mean, I'm a Seattle hater, so I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Seattle wins a game like this every year. Oh, all the time. Seattle gets these like, lucky yeah, wins like more than any other favorite, team in the like, league. But anyway, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, and well, the Rams were managing there. this game we'll the see. whole time. Yeah, they were. They were in complete control. Jared Goff threw for almost 400 yards. Uh, Everett Garrett Everett is he pick him up? He's yeah. He's, he's an good. established tight end threat now. You've got Cooper Cup and Garrett Everett. It seems like are Jared Goff's two favorite targets. Yes, Robert Woods has taken a backseat compared mm-hmm. to previous years, but I, I still think he has value. Brandon, Brandon Cooks, Cooks is arguably not who you want. I don't even think he's, he has flex value. I trade him for Robert Woods right now if you can. Probably if somebody's yeah. not very smart. Uh, um, let's Buffalo Bills. Bills. Yeah. Oh my Bills. goodness, the Bills. You the start. Bills. I'll, I'll fill in. I so I've got Josh Allen. Me too. And I don't. Allen. Do I trade Josh Allen for Kyler Murray? No. No, hang on to him. Bills have Bills have a bye get, week next week. He's gonna get week. better and better, and he still has so much value as a runner. Bills have a bye week next right, week for this? after beating this? the Titans. The Bills are four and one, and over the next five games, they go Dolphins, Eagles. That's gonna be a tough one. Redskins, Redskins Browns, Browns, Dolphins, Dolphins Broncos. Broncos, and they then easily. but then they pay for it. That, but that doesn't that doesn't matter. At this point, like <laughs> you, you fast forward six weeks down the, I can they're see they're winning them four of those. Maybe lose it. Yes. Four or five. five. Arguably they're five. Gonna like, then they're going to be, be like nine, nine and two. two. They're going to be nine and two, which essentially they could have a playoffs position <laughs> locked up. Then they have to go Cowboys, Bills, Steelers, Patriots, Jets. Did you say Cowboys, Bills? You mean Cowboys, oh, Cowboys, Cowboys Ravens, Ravens Steelers, Steelers, Patriots, Jets. That's tough. You need one win. And you're going to get it against the Jets or Steelers. You need one win out of those games. The thing is, made the I love this for my Cowboys because the Bills are not winning that game. After that stretch, Yeah. you know? Well, I mean... Here's the, the Bills. The Bills are not bad. Well, and I, I've been telling you all along, John, favorite, the Bills are a top five defense, maybe favorite, top three. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is they they have they're well that coached. quality of, of defense where they're not making a lot of plays. They're not flashy, but they get the job done. The Cowboys, yeah. same same situation yeah. there. The Bears make a lot of plays the and too. they get the job done. Yes. but I mean, Which is obviously ideal. But if you can get stops and give Josh Allen the ball, and Josh, Josh Allen is a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback in the and, NFL. And they've, Devin Singletary will become a factor. All right, on to the Eagles. I do hope. On to the Eagles. There, this is. See, I don't know where to put the Eagles. It's tough because okay, they just beat the Jets. So whoopee! They yeah. don't even have Sam. Oh, I had. Uh, if you had the Eagles in fantasy, oh, fantastic. Eagles good defense. job to you. I um, had them as well. But they beat the Packers last week, mm-hmm. who looked good. Yeah. But then they also lost to the Lions and the Falcons, and have only beaten the Redskins. Besides that, mm-hmm. so it's well, like where do you put them? The it's like the Cowboys. They're in the same situation. That's why we. I mean, spoiler alert: we put them right next to each other. Well, our, I mean, what? Where do you put – because this Eagles team looks good. The Cowboys and the Eagles is that the uh, the Cowboys weren't on the road against the Saints, who we know now are good. is a legit Super Bowl contender and, and, with or without But the Eagles beat Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. In a, in, in a on the sim- road. On, on the road. road. But Aaron Rodgers – But Aaron Rodgers wasn't coming off of a loss to the Eagles. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll touch on the Cowboys in a second here. 
Uh, the Eagles play the Vikings on the road. This is going to be a telling game because essentially right now you have to look at games. You can't look at it as a whole. You have to look at specific games. What do they do right? What do they do wrong? Is that a sustainable problem that needs to be fixed or just a one-time flu? Here's a question. Miles Sanders, what's going on with him? Uh, Jordan Howard has obviously shown that he has value. And, I mean, they're, they're a pass-heavy offense regardless. Yeah. With Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, Zach Ertz, they're going to throw the ball more a anyways. Uh, okay, let's keep it moving. Cowboys. We're coming on down to the end. No, yes, Cowboys. Cowboys and... So, I put them above the Eagles and Bills because their losses are both the teams that we haven't talked very about Very high-quality losses. High, high-quality losses. Still... The Saints are legit. The Packers are legit. They looked—run defense was terrible. They gave up 200-plus yards, four touchdowns to Aaron Jones. So Offensive line can't hold it together without Tyron Smith. And but Lyle Collins got A lot too. of people are putting the blame on this game on Dak, though. It's not Dak. It's not Dak. Dak threw for 490 yards, had two drops that turned into interceptions. One pick was terrible. Yeah, that pick was bad. Mm-hmm. But he, he, he thought he did think he was going to get a free play on it, though. He, he thought, thought he thought, he thought there, there was a, a flag. He thought there was a flag. So, so really, if you think about it, like I don't want to make excuses for everything Dak does, but Dak had a great game. They were down thirty to three, and he brought him back into if you know if Mar doesn't miss that first field goal, he brought him back into having a chance to mm-hmm. for the go he for threw, the tie. Yeah, he threw four sixty three, uh, only was sacked three times. Obviously, threw three interceptions. But here's the thing: part of the blame goes on the offensive line. Part of the blame goes on the defense. Arguably, part of the blame goes on Kellen Moore. Uh, we know, Jason Garrett. We know he's an offensive... No, but Kellen Moore's the one calling the place. We know he's an offensive mastermind. There's no reason in the world that one of the best players, Ezekiel Elliott, gets averaging 5.2 yards a carry, gets only 12 carries. It's that's, because, that's crazy. John, they were coming from behind, though. They're playing uh, from behind. But that doesn't matter. Like Even if you're coming from behind, establishing the run is a great way to keep it going. Well, if especially you're getting, if you're the Dallas Cowboys. If you're getting five yards a, yeah, if you're getting five I think yards a lot of that's carry, Tyron Smith, though. you can come back by running the ball, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, But here's the thing. I talked about it before. You have to look at it from an individual individual standpoint. Is Aaron Jones going to score 400, 400 yards, average 5.5 yards a carry? No, or, that was, it's an anomaly. It's an anomaly. It's not going to happen. The Cowboys. Is Amari Cooper always going to catch for 226, though? No. No. But my, Michael Gallup is a threat who obviously seven catches. Pick him up yards. if he's available. I pick yeah, him I've up got, and I feel got him. good I've about got him it. Down. Randall Cobb is a threat. Ezekiel Elliott can catch passes. And yeah, the, the defense isn't going to be that bad. This is just a, a fluke game, and Aaron Rodgers wasn't even that good. Okay, so he here, didn't have to be that good. Here's the thing: is this a fluke game? The Chiefs are. We've got them now at sixth. They've dropped quite a bit from what we would have had them at last week. Is this a fluke game for them? I mean, Patty Mahomes was hobbled, so here's, that obviously here's the does thing. not help. It's like you can make as a Chiefs fan, you can make all the excuses in the world. You can say, "Oh well, Patrick Mahomes was hurt. We had all this problem, this and that." Colts quarterback retired two weeks before the regular season. We're playing with without three of our best defensive playmakers on the team. T.Y. Hilton was hobbled by injury. Marlon Mack was hobbled by injury. Well, let's go back to the Colts just a second. Offensive line, arguably one of the best in football. I've never seen offenses, that, like, well, an offense yeah, design. There were five different plays where they basically handed the ball off to Marlon Mack and said, hey, get behind Quinton Nelson and just go. Quinton Nelson was pancake. He pancaked Frank Clark. He's just leveling guys. Yeah, left the and Chiefs. Right. The Chiefs had trouble playing defense. It it is. I mean, but this is this is a problem all along. Like we, we this wasn't a surprise that that their defense was an issue. Right. The Chiefs are going to be fine. I mean, obviously it's a great win for the Colts, but it's not time to hit the panic button. If Patrick Mahomes is actually hurt, that's a problem. Uh, something that should. But it be doesn't a, sound a like concern. It. But the Chiefs are going to rebound. Like they're still probably going to win 13 games on the year and be second in the. All right, in we're the into the top five. AFC. Seattle looks really good. Yes. Russell Wilson is towards my bet. Russell Wilson is the MVP right we'll, now. We'll talk on that a little bit later. Actually, no, let's talk about it right now. Uh, our friend Cameron Bean, uh, <laughs> we'll get to the section later talking about hot takes. 
Um, he, I, I asked for hot takes and questions on the podcast. He said Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate, That's and I disagree. It's not, not a hot, hot take. take. <laughs> it's not a hot take. Russell it's, Wilson, it's if the season ended right now, fact. if it ended right now, Russell Wilson is the, the MVP. The fact that he's he's at this point in in the season and he's played some legit defenses, like the Rams, obviously are a talented team on the defensive side of the ball. He also went against the Saints. The Saints look good. Uh, the Steelers have a, a solid defense. They obviously forced three turnovers from Lamar Jackson. But the fact that he's at this point in his career still has not thrown, or this point in the season, has not thrown interception, 12 touchdowns. Four touchdowns this week. Almost over, well, over 1,400 yards. The Seahawks are not 4-1 and one if he's not on their team. Chris Carson looks take, good, too. You can take all but maybe four quarterbacks in the NFL. The Seahawks aren't 4-1 and one if... I'm trying to think of a really good quarterback. The Seahawks aren't four and one, even with like. I don't think no. I'm gonna like say, anybody I besides. I don't think anybody besides Patrick Mahomes. I don't think even him because he's still. He's not mobile enough. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson has to do more to create plays, and they won some close games. Yeah. Barely beat the Steelers. Barely beat the uh, the Bengals. Like those games are losses unless he doesn't do. Yeah, but those shouldn't have been close games at all. Those are bad well, teams. Okay. Anyways. Regardless, Packers, Packers Packers look good. They beat Dallas, so they have to move up. They're dangerous because they have a running game. I mean, obviously, Aaron Jones is going to score four touchdowns. But he's legit. But he's a, a legit running back Man, in the NFL. And, he, and what a pick. And a defense. He came out of, like, UTEP. Yeah. But they've, they've got running back and defense. Can you remember the last time the Packers had a solid running back and defense? Yeah, this is the opposite of the Packers' usual Yeah, scheme. It's, it, normally they just throw everything up on Aaron Rodgers. They also did this without Devontae Adams, too. Yeah. Their best wide receiver threat yeah. was out, and they still— And they weren't they throwing the ball all over the place. Yeah. yeah, they just game-planned it. They I like, look really I like good. the Packers. Who do they play next week? Uh, let's check. But the Packers are a fantastic team. Oh, they oh they play the Lions on Monday night. That That's your be game of the week right there. Because if the Packers win— all of a sudden, they're three zero in their division. They they arguably yeah, and five if and they one. win, arguably have it locked up because yeah. you've already got three wins, and they're going to win at least one or two more after that. But if the Lions win, they're a le- that they're a legit threat. They're an actual if legit the Lions threat. Win, they're like to make the playoffs. They have a better record than the Packers. Well, yes, yes. Well, no, it would be the same because they're three one and one. One and one. Three one and one. Four and two would be the same because they'd have one. They'd have one more win, and one less loss, so it'd cancel. I don't know. We'll, we'll check on that. I'm not really sure. That was that was a lot of math there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, not sure. About, let's keep it going. New Orleans Saints. The Saints can. It's crazy that things are the people when when Drew Brees got hurt. People were like, "Oh, Saints! Like, can they still make the playoffs?" The the that's Saints, a ridiculous the question. Are a, the only thing right now at this point? The only thing that is like seen less that we've seen less of from the Saints offense is more Taysom Hill plays only because if Bridgewater goes down. Taysom they can't risk. Taysom we can't Hill risk Taysom Hill. Like that's the only is that's, that's another the only question. thing that Saints offense is missing. Is Bridgewater on a one year deal? I think so. Yeah. So where he's gonna start? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's gonna start somewhere after this season. But he better pick and choose wisely because he needs to go to a like he needs to go to the Steelers. He oh, needs to go to a Steelers team. would be nice. He needs to go to a team that's already in place, has the pieces for him to succeed. He can't. He's not talented enough to go to the Bengals. And he, he's not talented and he, enough. To we go can't to, have him getting hurt. Yeah, can't, he can't go to the Dolphins. There's no way. No, because he's not talented enough to carry on his own. But you get him in a system that that works. You have one of the best running backs in the league, one of the best wide receivers in the league, yeah. and a good defense. Saints are this legit. Is, this is a Super Bowl contender team without, without Drew Brees. With or without yeah. Drew Brees. All right, Niners. I mean, they have to be here because they're undefeated. Yeah, we put them. I put them at two. I think it's. I don't think they're actually the second best team in the league. Do you? I don't think so either. They uh, play the Rams this week, so I guess we'll see. Here's the thing. Richard Sherman said today in his, uh, or yesterday in his post game interview that where you had us at, you, like don't change. Like whether you had us at 
13 and three winning the Super Bowl, or he had us at three and 13, like keep keep the same energy. So in honor of that, I had them going nine and seven. I still think they're nine and seventeen. I, I do too. I, like, Jimmy Garoppolo has only thrown for nine hundred twenty yards, seven touchdowns, four picks. Jimmy G doesn't look great. Yeah, but he doesn't have to because they can literally go from their well of six running backs and say, "Hey, get us five <laughs> yeah, yards." Yeah, McKinnon. They got uh, well, McKinnon looks good. Well, McKinnon, looks good. McKinnon's hurt too. They're not even doing it with him. So, oh no, it's uh, what's his Rita name? Coleman. Kevin Coleman is who I'm trying Kevin to go. Coleman, uh, Mozart. Uh, there's another guy, James, I think, that gets all the they touchdowns. They have so many running backs. They go up against on the road against the Rams. This is a must-win. The Rams for both are favored. Teams. This is a, a spread four right now. Wow. So, so they're favored, favored. But here's the thing: is the Rams, if they lose this game, all of a sudden they're three and three. They're two games back in the 49ers, and the 49ers would hold the tiebreaker. The Rams are not making the playoffs if they lose this game potentially. I I could easily see two teams out of the NFC West. Going to the playoffs. Oh yeah, it's going to be the NFC West, and then there's a team. There's the thing is there's, there's, a there's team, three divisions in football or in the NFC that have this problem. There's a team that's going to go ten and six and it's going to miss the playoffs in the NFC. Easily. No, it, think Easily. about it. The NFC South. Yes. They it could be the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The NFC East. Eagles are definitely Eagles prob- or Cowboys are going to yeah go. Eagles or Cowboys whichever one doesn't win that division is mm-hmm. making the playoffs. Yeah. And then in this division, Rams or Seahawks. Or Niners, and then in, and we already talked about the NFC North. If the playoffs ended today, it would go 49ers, Saints, Packers, Eagles, Seahawks, Lions, wow. leaving out the Bears, Rams, Vikings, and Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys are not in the playoffs. That right would now. be that's four playoff caliber teams out of the. Playoffs. That's four like that's two teams that people had in their Super Bowls. Yes, John. Cowboys and Rams. Well, yeah. even even the Bears and that's Bears. Three. That's three. That's three. I mean, if you if you really felt high on what the Vikings could do, maybe you say them, but no. Okay. Anyways, we talked about the Patriots and already. the Patriots. So Joey, Joey had us 45 seconds. We went a little bit out of, all right. Out of we're, on, we're at an hour right now, but, but I mean, we got to cut some out. We're going to hit, we're going to hit, hit these, these questions. These questions. So I ask you to send in your hot takes, send in your, uh, you know, your opinions, whatever you thought from, from week, what are we week five, week five in the NFL. Uh, also, week eight, we will be recap. Like, we'll take a look at our predictions, see where we're at. Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so first off, we've got two from JB. JB uh, Lopez? Yeah, JB Lopez. Oh, shout out, shout JB. out JB, our quarterback. our quarterback. Nothing but respect for my quarterback. So, can anyone beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl this year? Yes. We just listed, the like, Saints? we just listed a ton of teams that there, could beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. All six playoff teams in the NFC have a chance and, to beat the Patriots. And the three teams that we just listed not making have a yes. chance. Oh, yeah. The Rams could beat there's the nine, Patriots. There's nine teams that, on a good day, could beat the Patriots. <laughs> is, is there anyone in the AFC besides the Chiefs that have a chance of beating the Patriots? No. Yeah, probably not. Nope. Probably not. So, literally, the Patriots competition is the Chiefs and the entire NFC. I mean, and look, which is could, nothing new. We could get we could get cheeky with it and be like, oh yeah, the Patriots aren't the favorites. Here's the favorites. The Patriots are the favorites because the NFC is so the, muddled. One of the best defenses we've seen. Like you take the 95, 1985 Bears, take that. It's one of the best defenses. Period. And then he's got another one here. Are the Lakers a one to four seed this year in the West? I think so. I would agree. You take Le, uh, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. That's the best duo in the NBA. I mean, we're just we're just gonna throw it out there. It's the best duo in the NBA. I think the Lakers Anthony are easily Davis, a one to four seed. Anthony Davis is a once in a generation player. Yes. So is LeBron. LeBron may be on the end of his. What teams his, are you? Here's the thing. What teams are you gonna put above them right now, besides the Clippers? For argument's sake, you could go Clippers. You could make the argument the Nuggets. Uh, I mean, Nuggets win thing. a lot of games. It's, it's true. It's it's predicated on chemistry. If they don't gel well together, I could see the Jazz bumping over them. I could see the Clippers bumping over them. I could see the Blazers, the Rockets, the Rockets, 
but, but really, if you think about based. it, which of those teams would you really want to bet on making it over the Lakers? The Lakers like, are a top two seed. I mean, well, the only thing is if LeBron maybe saves it for the playoffs, then yeah, that the argument's there that they go four seed, but, but still they're win still the a playoffs. top three talented team. In the, yeah. Okay, what's next? Uh, let's see. Will Ben Simmons make a three pointer this year? Plus, will oh, they yes. win the East? John, I don't know if you were watching the game with me, or maybe it was it was in your room, but maybe it was Cam. Oh, okay, with your roommate, but um. I was watching a game and I said Ben Simmons is going to hit a three on this possession and it rimmed out. Yeah, it was he's close. he's shooting him. Well, in the, in an interview, was that? In, do you remember this? Season? Yeah, I, I kind of lost it. In in the interview, he he said he wants to shoot more. They're going to go in. It's not a mat, like he's not a terrible three point shooter. No, you've been watching the videos. He just didn't shoot. Well, no, but even regardless, like yeah, those are practice threes, which you know are, are different from the NBA. But still, but if he shoots fifty. He's gonna hit 10. <laughs> 10. Yeah. He's gonna hit 10. At for least. Sure. Yeah. Probably more. They're gonna, I don't think he's got three in his career. Also, back into this question will the 76ers win the East? Yeah. The Who best, else is gonna win the, the East? The best defender, the Bucks, are the only other candidate. And it's not the Bucks. The best guy to shut down not only Giannis, but Joel Embiid just signed with them in free agency this season. Yeah. Al Horford was the only. Like, you look at it from a defensive statistical standpoint, he's the only one that could stop them. And he just signed a contract with them this offseason. I don't think the Bucks are, are there enough to make it. There's too many moving parts does, for the Celtics. Does losing Jimmy Butler hurt them? No. Mm. That much? No. He wasn't that good of a Because Embiid mean, says it does. Three-point shooter, still a problem. That's going to be a problem for them this entire year. Because they lost. J.J. Redick was arguably a bigger loss. Because I don't know about that because one. Because they're still growing as a team. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid can take over the game. Easily. For sure. But J.J. Redick was the only one that could well, consistently We can't forget threes. Tobias Harris. Like... Yes, Tobias Harris Great has piece. value for sure. Okay. okay, here we go. Packers decimating Dallas tells us they are decimating Dallas is ridiculous. I, I they like, won by ten points. I know you wouldn't like the word. Well, he did send this in when it was um, twenty-eight to three. Well, maybe he should have waited or something like that. Here's who is thing. this? Who am I framing? Twenty-eight to three. We've heard that before. Yeah, was we've heard people? twenty-eight to three before. That's absolutely right, Joey. No, they didn't. They didn't decimate Here's Dallas. The thing. It's it's not telling in the same sense of me going on here and be like, oh, the Colts beat the Chiefs. Oh, they're Super Bowl contenders. The pack, the Packers are the Packers. The Packers are Super Bowl contenders, regardless. <laughs> it, yeah, like, even if they lose the that game to Dallas, this is a close game. I would still. They have a good run game. They have a good defense. They're Super Bowl contenders, yeah. right? Pat McAfee said the Colts are Super Bowl contenders. They, no, he said they can win the Super Bowl. Yeah, pretty much. I'm not. I'm not ready to go that far. There's but about 17. Like we just said, there's, there's about 10, seven, there's, 10, teams, 10, there's 10 teams in the that NFC that could, could win, win the Super Bowl. Bowl. Uh, let's let's keep it going. Is Miami going to the Super Bowl next year? Well, technically, Miami is in the Super Bowl this year because it's in Miami. I mean, the Super Bowl is in Miami. Yeah, they're year. in. Like, technically, the city of Miami is going to, is the, Super going to the Super Bowl this year because it's in their, their stadium. Are they going next year? No, they're moving the Super Bowl somewhere else next if year. They somehow, if somehow they can draft Tua, if they can draft— No, there's no— if they, Even no, if, no, John, no, even on, if on, they got— Even if they had the draft as— If, if, the, whole, if the whole AFC quit next year— If every, they, they if every player they drafted was a star— so if they got two attack by Loa, if they got what's no, his no, face, no. the guy John, from Alabama. I'm saying even if they had fair, they had their own pickings at the whole draft, mm-hmm. they still wouldn't go to the Super Bowl. No, but I'm saying like no, I'm if saying not. I'm win. saying not only that. I'm saying not only that, but also they like everyone shows out and is like has a career year. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, we talked about this Russ leading MVP race. Not a hot take. Easily not a hot take. Easily for sure, he's leading the MVP race. Here we go. We're going to end on one that's quite controversial, I would say. Uh, my friend Trey Getty, shout out Trey for sending this in. He said, my facial hair is better than Gardner Minshew's. Okay, first of all, no. Second of all, if you're going to send in a comment about facial hair to this pod, don't disrespect me and talk about John's. 
here's the thing. <laughs> Hayden is essentially saying that not only do I not have better facial hair than Gardner Minshew, my facial hair isn't even the best in the room right now. I, yeah, it, Joey's is better. No. That's Joey. <laughs> I don't Joey's even know Joey. Joey, Joey can barely has hair? stubble right now. No, he level. can't. Yeah. I just shaved this morning, so that's why. That's why. Oh, Joey just shaved this morning. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Oh, yeah, Sounds good. Well, listen, Gardner Minshew has the best, second best facial hair in the NFL to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, arguably, Aaron no, Rodgers' no, no. mustache on, hang on, hang is on. nice. Have you seen Quentin, Quentin Nelson's? He's top three for sure. Maybe top two. <laughs> Quentin Nelson has a little Fu Manchu Well, and going if, on. We're, if we're honest, if beards count, mm-hmm. like you got like the offense, like Travis Frederick, that's a big boy beard. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. But as far as like, just as far as the full facial hair goes, I would say Gardner Minshew has the best facial hair in the NFL. Because he's doing the, doing the beard now? It's just like, it's like the whole mustache and then this little bottom, like just the like, little, little soul patch? Yeah, just a little soul patch, like all of it. Because it, it fits into his character, like the person that he is, It, it right? fits the jorts like, We real know nice. a lot about, And the sideburns. Yes, Those come down a, a little bit. Of, yes. We know a lot about Gardner Minshew. Uh, and everything that we know, like if I were to describe to you Gardner Minshew, you would describe that exact facial hair to me. Without, like if I, if I had to ask. Without talking about what If I had to ask about. what his facial hair looked like. You know what he's not winning that. on? Eyebrows. His eyebrows are tough. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> but look, you can't, he can't have it all. He can't have it. He ins- does have it all. He can't have an insane backstory. Man, that's rookie of the year. <laughs> rookie, of the, rookie of the year. Honestly, if he keeps starting, he's no no jokes here. Who else is in contention for rookie of the year? I mean, you you Josh look at Jacobs. you look at quarterback, Josh Jacobs, quarterbacks right Terry now. Terry McLaurin. If Daniel Jones really starts to turn up the heat, because it's going to go to a, a quarterback at this point. We have Kyler Murray's. We not, have two. We have three starting quarterbacks right now in the NFL. It's going to go to one of them. Like let's not let's not mess around. Like no one at Josh this point. Jacobs if is producing at a very high level. Yeah, but it's but think it's the same as MVP. okay. Here's the odds. I got the I got the betting odds okay, right here. Right, the updated ones. We're gonna end on this. Yeah, We're this, gonna end this, soon. This guys, looks yeah. This is this is well updated as of. Uh, the last time they did the betting lines was before this week. Oh, okay, that's fine. But that works. Um. Also, Gar- Gardner Minshew had the statistical Daniel best game Jones. Of his career. Is at a plus one fifty. Okay. Gardner Minshew is two twenty five. He's right behind him. Kyler Murray four hundred. Tell me why this makes sense. David Montgomery plus fourteen hundred. Josh Jacobs plus sixteen hundred. How is David Montgomery that because high? Because every every NFL Josh analyst Jacobs going into the season, every every analyst going into the season has been like David Montgomery is the truth. David Montgomery's truck sticking guys. But in this practice. was still after three or four. Four weeks. But th- it's the same reason why we haven't given up on the Falcons or the Chargers of being good. Yeah, they're playing bad right now, but that doesn't mean they're going to keep on this path the whole year. Did you know that Dak Prescott is the only it's quarterback high. to win the offensive rookie of the year in the last six years? It's not usually quarterback, Sean. Who, okay, but who's actually who started at quarterback? Recently? Yes. Well, obviously, Saquon Carson Barkley. Wentz. Saquon Barkley is but he got hurt. a transcendental talent, right? Like, yeah, he's going to win. Yeah. It doesn't matter because he he put up one of the best rookie seasons from a running back ever. Like we had some really good running backs, but what really good quarterback? Like yeah, Josh Jacobs is not Saquon. Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is a really good quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah, I think it's Gardner. Mm-hmm. Calling it right now. Easy. Listen to that I mean, pod. It's week five. Gardner Minshew. Man, just another just another podcast hopping on that Gardner Minshew bandwagon. John, literally, I just told you to pump the brakes a little bit. I never was like, oh, he sucks. I'm just saying in general, like total, like every podcast is talking about him. I wish. I wish I'd have more documentation of me being on that hype train before. You, right. I wish I, I wish I would have gotten really cute on my end, offensive rookie. Let's of the end year. with some absolute trash. Are you okay. ready for this? Yes. Colin Coward's top ten. Number one, 
Patriots. Patriots. Number two, Niners. Mm. Number three, Saints. Okay. Number four, Eagles. Mm. Wow. Number five, Packers. Number six, Seattle. Number seven, Rams. Number eight, Chiefs. Wow. You number nine, Bills. Number ten, Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Colin. Wow. I was going to say at first that you know why he does that is because analysts don't like to be wrong. But but he's wrong. He put the Chiefs. He put the Chiefs at eight. So obviously he has no problem at just throwing. You know what he likes. He likes. He likes us talking about him right now. All right, let's stop doing that. Okay. All right, guys. Cue the outro.